Summer Wells disappeared from her home on June 15, 2021. She was just five years old, a blonde, blue-eyed child from Rogersville, Tennessee. The Wells family lived on a rural property with a circular yard surrounded by trees. In aerial photos, the home as well as a dirt drive and a small camper are visible amongst the woods. The property, searched by countless professional teams, was regularly described as rough. Photos show overgrown vegetation, thick and hard to get through, that search teams had to fight through over the first week. Seeing the photos, it's easy to imagine that Summer could have simply walked off into the forest, never to be seen again. Or did something more sinister happen to her that day? At the time of her disappearance, her family was gathered mainly at the front of the house. Summer had gone to the basement. The basement door was located at the back of the house. It was around 6.30 p.m. in the evening. She was wearing gray pants, a pink shirt, and was barefoot. Summer's mother would later explain almost a year after her daughter's disappearance that she and her own mother were planning on planting some flowers. Summer's grandmother lived in a camper on the property, a short distance from the house. They decided to involve the little girl, who helped out with some child-sized tasks, like filling the tops of the planters with rocks and receiving candy from her grandmother. Summer asked her mom if she could go back to the house, and her mom walked her halfway back. She watched Summer go to the door and go into the house calling for the boys to watch their little sister before returning to Summer's grandmother and the camper. Because of how the property is set up, Candace Bly is sure that Summer never walked out of the front door of that house, which means the only way she could have left was through the back, the basement door. Shortly after, when it became obvious that Summer was missing, Candace panicked and called her husband Don. He told her to call 911 immediately. According to Candace, she also ran out to the neighbor's property and alerted them that Summer was missing. Summer wasn't the kind of child to wander off into the woods, as she was scared to go in them alone. Candace cites a fear of snakes and bears as natural deterrence, which seems to immediately cut out the possibility of her wandering off. Summer's brothers were sent down through the creek to search for her, and the family spread out across the area before the police arrived. What makes this case particularly devastating is the mundane circumstances. Anyone with a child can likely think of countless times they've let their kid run off on their own for a second, to fetch a toy, to go play in the yard, or find another family member. And for a child to disappear in their own home or on their own property, perhaps only feet away from the home, suggests a kind of invasion of safety. Summer's mother has probably relived those short moments over and over, watching her daughter head back towards the house, calling out for her sons to watch their sister, and then turning away. What did she miss? If it only takes a moment for a child like Summer to be plucked from what is supposed to be a secure and happy home, then it could happen to anyone. Shortly after Candace reported Summer missing, the police arrived and an endangered child alert was issued. It became an Amber Alert early the next morning. The Amber Alert system was created in 1996 after the abduction of a nine-year-old girl named Amber Hagerman. 
in Arlington, Texas. Unfortunately, Amber's body was later found by a man walking his dog. But her murder, unsolved as of 2022, launched the Amber Alert program to notify the public whenever a child was abducted. This makes Summer's case interesting, as the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation never revealed what exactly made them think Summer was abducted. The first rule of sending out an Amber Alert is that law enforcement must confirm that the abduction has taken place. Three other criteria include a description of the child, the child must be a risk of serious injury or death, and must be under the age of 17. Apparently, law enforcement quickly came to the conclusion that Summer fit all four of those criteria, even though a year later in 2022, one investigator would tell the media that they actually had no proof that she was abducted. As we've seen with other cases, going back and forth on statements can make authorities seem fallible quickly and lose the community's trust. Despite only a year of investigation, multiple media interviews and public conferences have shown that authorities involved in Summer's case often make remarks that go against what was previously said. In the days following Summer's disappearance, over 100 agencies from six different states took part in the search. The crews pleaded with the community to help out by checking barns, sheds, crawl spaces, and anywhere a young child might hide or be tucked away. Community members were also asked to turn in any trail camera or surveillance footage they may have that could hold evidence in where or which way she may have gone. The smallest detail could have made a difference and shifted the search in the right direction. In those first 10 days, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation collected over 300 tips, but none of them led to Summer being found. By the 10th day, the Amber Alert that initially went out was still active. Investigators admitted to usually having some kind of lead at this point, at the very least an idea of what may have happened. But by June 25, 2021, they were stumped. Unfortunately, it didn't take long for the situation to turn sour. As Summer's family continued to search for her and create more of an online presence to get the word out there, Summer's mother, Candace Bly, received backlash on each of her social media posts. She responded by saying, I'm sorry that you guys feel that way, but that's my baby and nobody would ever treat her like that as long as I was around, ever. This was a direct reply to the various rumors, conspiracy, and speculation going around on social media. As we'll see later, once the Wells story came out, there were doubts about what might have happened to Summer, if it was really an outside threat, or if something may have happened within the family that was then covered up. While the ability to communicate quickly to communities around the world can often make or break a case, it's just as likely to create confusion by spreading gossip or rumors. Officer Leslie Earhart of the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation spoke out at the time to say that many of the tips they were receiving weren't tips at all, but personal opinions about what may have happened to Summer. Earhart added that dealing with speculation is always a battle in cases like this, as it can be distracting to the investigators and the public. 
The interview where Candace Bly spoke out about the rumors was also the first time that she appeared publicly, alongside Summer's father, Don. She also admitted to being afraid. I'm just scared that somebody is hurting her and there's nothing that I can do about it, she said. The disappearance of Summer Wells, seemingly without any explanation or hint as to what may have happened, is a mother's worst nightmare. On June 26, 2021, it was announced that Tennessee Bureau of Investigation was seeking a potential witness. At first glance, this sounds suspicious. If Summer disappeared from her home in a rural area, in her very backyard, what are the chances that someone passing by on the road would have seen what had happened? Of course, the answer is chilling. If there was in fact a witness, that means somehow Summer made it out to the road, either on her own or by force or coercion of another. In the announcement, the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation informed the public that the potential witness would have been in the area of Ben Hill Road on the afternoon the little girl went missing. They further described a Toyota pickup truck seen near Beach Creek Road, possibly a 1998-2000 maroon or red Tacoma. The truck had a full bed ladder rack as well as white buckets in the bed. According to investigators, the driver wasn't identified, and they didn't release a description. The Tennessee Bureau of Investigation stressed that the driver was not a suspect, but it still seems strange to call out one individual in a truck when many others could have passed through this area. Is it possible that an individual or multiple people reported seeing a truck in the area? Someone who obviously wasn't a member of the community, since the driver and truck weren't identified as familiar. In later interviews, it would be revealed that the community member who had reported seeing the truck couldn't quite be sure if he had seen it the day of Summer's disappearance or the day prior. The official large-scale search for Summer Wells ran for 13 days. Less than a month later, in the first weeks of July, the tip count passed 870. But still, there was nothing solid for investigators to go on when it came to what happened to Summer Wells when she went off on her own to go to the basement. For the next year, there was silence from the community. No one came forward with any tips or information as to what may have happened to Summer. In such a rural area, it was hard to get any surveillance footage of the time around Summer's disappearance. Canine searches and dive team searches were conducted as well as cell phone data and cell tower data collected. The family continued to hope and search, but apparently moved out of the area. In June of 2022, U.S. News returned to Tennessee to interview searchers and community members involved. They visited the Wells House, which they described as looking like a shell, with abandoned toys scattered throughout the overgrown yard and a driveway eroded away. But missing children's posters with Summer's pictures are still up at the end of the street. This media outlet interviewed Tim Coop, captain of Churchill Rescue Squad. He was on the ground for 10 of the 13 days that searchers trudged and fought through the woods looking for any sign of Summer. A year later, he described those initial search efforts as time-consuming and difficult with teams, canine crews, helicopters, drones, and divers pitching in to try to find the little girl. 
The interview was brief, but Churchill Rescue would shortly be back in the news again. In total, teams covered over 3,000 acres and searched a total of 13,800 hours. The community was so dedicated to these efforts that the search crews actually had to pause supply donations as they had more than they needed. Local businesses and individuals came forward to aid in the search and provide food, necessities, and drinks to the crews. Just over a year later, in June 2022, Summer's family recognized the anniversary of her disappearance by releasing an open letter. Their daughter would now be six years old, and investigators are still searching, though there are still no leads. Her father wrote a letter that reads, Since you've been gone, I've been completely devastated. I'm sorry, my beautiful girl, that I completely lost my mind. With so many thoughts of people hurting you, and I know you want to come home, and there's nothing I can do. I'm powerless. It's obvious from his letter and interviews given by the Wells family, as well as shaky reports from authorities, that the Wells family has been devastated and destabilized by this event. Hawkins County Sheriff Ronnie Lawson and Tennessee Bureau of Investigation spokesperson Leslie Earhart spoke up at a press conference to let the public know that the search was definitely still active a year later. They also referenced the fact that most of the tips they had received in the last year were false leads, all based on speculation, that often led them astray. Ronnie Lawson stated that they haven't ruled out an abduction, a walk-off or foul play in connection to the little girl's disappearance. As recently as early July 2022, a lawsuit was filed to shut down or turn over responsibility for the Summerwell's reward fund. In 2021, shortly after Summer disappeared, the Churchill Rescue Squad agreed to oversee a reward fund. The thought behind this fund was that the reward would encourage the community members to send in tips. More than $75,000 was packed into a bank account, but not too long ago, $35,000 was returned to two donors. Unfortunately, the Churchill Rescue Squad no longer wants to be responsible for this reward fund. That seems a bit like jumping the gun, since it's only been a year since Summer's disappearance, and many funds stay active for a decade or longer. The lawsuit references the phrase, no good deed goes unpunished, which makes us wonder what could have happened to make the rescue back out at this point. A large donation provided by one individual came into question when someone alleged that they had committed crimes by raising money without the rescue squad's consent. It's obvious from this convoluted case that even something as pure as wanting to bring a missing child home can erupt into a controversy and legal action. In fact, it's not uncommon for people on social media to claim collected money for a cause and then keep it for themselves. Did the Churchill Rescue Squad experience these false claims? Is their reputation worth more than finding Summer Wells and bringing her home? One donor interviewed by the media, who didn't want to be named, stated, Personally, I would like the reward to stay in place, in hopes that someone might come forward, because it looks to me that authorities are saying that they think Summer is still alive. They just don't know where to begin to look for her. My ultimate hope is that she is alive and she is okay, and she is not being harmed. I'd donate whatever I have to bring that baby back home. 
Churchill Rescue, for whatever reason, no longer wants to be attached to this search effort. They've asked the court to remove the responsibility and liability from the bank account while running an ad in the review for four weeks to make sure the public notice is given so that donors and claimants can retrieve their money. This move has left a bad taste in the public's mouth and put the rescue efforts to question. The question now is, will a replacement rewards fund be set up? Will someone, either an individual or the public, step forward to fill this gap? Rewards go a long way in incentivizing those who would rather keep quiet about something they witnessed or heard. If someone, perhaps the person in that red pickup truck, saw something, but is afraid to say something, what if the only way to make them come forward was to offer a reward? That option may be soon off the table. Summer Wells' disappearance in the search for her has been hindered by so many things, including, unfortunately, her own family. Once it became known that Summer's brother had been previously removed from the home by Child Protective Services and that the Wells family wasn't cooperating with investigators, revealed in a March 2022 interview and later messily rescinded, the rumor mill started up again with a vengeance. According to reports, there were also several other people staying at the Wells' home intermittently in the months before Summer disappeared. Was one of those people her abductor come back to claim her? Had they had her eye on her and taken an opportunity? It doesn't look like we'll be getting answers anytime soon. There are so many possibilities to be ruled out that even investigators seem confused. Did the driver in the red Toyota snatch Summer? Or did they simply witness the child being led away from her home and assume that nothing sinister was happening? This is why the phrase, if you see something, say something is important. Even one mention of a small detail can make a huge difference in a case. If that individual or anyone else in the community witnessed something strange or slightly out of character that day, it could have shifted the search. What are the odds, despite her fear, Summer wandered off into the woods surrounding her house and got lost or injured? Alternatively, what are the odds that someone managed to get onto the property, surrounded by Summer's own family, and snatched the little girl right out from under their noses? Hopefully someone, somewhere, will come forward with a tip that will lead investigators to the right path. Even one small hint at what may have happened to Summer could be all it takes to find her if she's still alive, which many people think is a possibility. Anyone with information regarding her location or what may have happened to her that day should call 1-800-TBI-FIND.